1: Learn more at marines.com. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl.
0: Oh, fucking K! Welcome to FMLFPL, this is Walsh.
1: This is Nate, in for Alon.
0: Alon is in Israel, gone for the pod, so we've got a great, great producer, Nate, on our hands. Um, game week five in the books, we're recording on Sunday. How did you do, Nate?
1: Uh, mediocre. Average. 59 points.
0: What is, tell me about your 59 points, Mr. Average. Average-sized deck.
1: Uh, it was actually a pretty fine week, except that I captain Kane. So- Join the club. So Salah and Silva were great. I got Naughton off my bench, and Higazi cleans, and then Lukaku just actually, I dropped after his goals.
0: <laughs> it was a tough one today with Lukaku for us. That we didn't, we owned and didn't captain because you know, it's nice to look at twelve. But based on how highly he was yeah. capped, I don't know if that's even good for us. I don't know. I mean, I plummeted today. It started off bad for me Friday continued to be bad on Saturday and it just finished up being terrible today on Sunday. But who else do you have on your team? So you got Naughton in, you have David Silva, who's been ticking along. You got mm-hmm. Salah, you have frontline. What do you got on the front?
1: Uh, Firmino, Lukaku, Kane.
0: Okay. So we I mean, were you having a decision between Lukaku and Kane this week or were you just mm-hmm. auto Kane because of the fixture?
1: I wasn't really ever thinking about Lukaku. Honestly, I thought Everton would do a better job holding them. Um, I was thinking about Firmino, but ended up on Kane because I just thought after last week, and I thought he was he was just going to keep ticking along and doing his normal thing of not hitting the post with every shot.
0: Ooh, he loves the post. Found that um, out again yesterday.
1: My midfield sucks, and I have double Bournemouth defense still, <laughs> which seems I like an okay. Things yeah. <laughs> Which was seemed like an okay idea at the beginning of the year, but I gotta do something about it. Yeah. ASAP.
0: Yeah, well at least you're double born with defense is one of them is Begovic, and you have Elliot, so you maybe you could just start putting Elliot in there consistently. Yeah, I've been
1: yeah, I've been playing Elliot a lot. And I should have All right. started him this week, too. Well,
0: we'll get there. I mean, we're going to we're gonna talk about the forward line a lot, I think, when we get to what the fuck. But um, over to me, I got 54. Um, I had a great transfer of a blend to Davies, both no-shows, just how I've been <laughs> going lately. And I put Ward in front of Naughton on my bench, unfortunately, so I lost out on four points. But I got 54 fucking points, and I plummeted some more. So this is easily the worst start I've ever had playing FPL. Um I'm not used to this territory. I'm at 1.3 million. Don't know what I'm going to do to try and get back there, but I just not having a good season right now. I, I had Lukaku in, but I captain Kane and Salah midfield, got me some points. I had Brady didn't have McTarian. I only got two cleans out of four. I was also just looking. I've had zero fucking goals or assists from any of my defenders all season long, which is just beyond my comprehension. Um, it's not going well for me, Nathan. I
1: don't know. I thought you had not. You didn't have him when he had an assist?
0: No, I just brought him in last uh, week. It's great. All right. It's not um, great. Let's get to – no, not great. It's just not a great thing. So let's get to what the fuck. So before we do that, though, I just want to shout out some league leaders. Um, top of the FML, FPL league is Conquistadors Ivan Mihajlov. Uh, he's ranked at 698. Keep going there, buddy. And then top of the mug September prize league is Jordan Forster Beowulf 11. Uh, it's, it's tight up there. He's within 10 points of about, you know, seven, six guys going for the mug for September. So again, this is one of our Patreon, uh, Patreon shouts is, uh, you get the FML, FPL customized mug, get into the hall of fame. If you contribute or support the pod, FML or patreon.com backslash fmlfpl. Um, Jordan, Jordan leading the way so far. We'll see how he, how he does as we round into October. Um, so what the fuck happened? I think we got to start with Kuhn. Kuhn, 20 points. What's your take there, Nate?
1: (laughs) Um, I mean, it's not, I couldn't say I'm surprised. (laughs) He's just doing his thing. We, uh. I think we all got a little too cute. I mean, we were scared off by Pep, to be fair, but, I mean, it's nothing new. He's fucking good, and they're even better than they ever have been this year, so so far, at least. Their attack yeah, I mean, is just we insane. All,
0: yeah, the attack is insane. I mean, we were all worried about Man City assets going into game week one with the rotation, and we saw Aguero get rested a couple of game weeks ago when they played Bournemouth, but ever since then, he's come back in with 29 points in the last two weeks. We know he's got hat-trick and quad returns in his locker when he's on form. Mm-hmm. The difference to me of what I've seen from Aguero, you know, kind of in yesterday's game and also how he was looking against Feyenoord in the Champions League midweek is he's kind of just looks like he has that the clinicality in the final third again yeah. where he was – always kind of having these similar type chances, but he was fucking them up for, for seemingly forever. You know, like mm-hmm. even going back to the middle of last season, even though he was ticking along with like a goal a game, he was having games where he could have had hat tricks, but he was messing up chances that he normally slots. So he looks like he's on red hot form. Yeah, Are you, I mean, are you jumping on Aguero? I'm seeing so many people just already getting on Aguero.
1: Well, funny enough, I just got rid of him last mm-hmm. week. Um, last week, uh, two weeks ago. Okay. So, I don't know. I'm think definitely thinking about it. Obviously, I feel like an asshole, but you know, he looks as good as he has in years. Honestly, he looks like he's got the fire. He looks clinical and cutthroat. He's he's just doing everything right, um, and he's not hesitating at all. I mean, this is what he looked like when they won the championship, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's got the best. Three, four years ago, yeah.
0: Yeah, he has the best support that he ever has on Mm -hmm. Man City. This team on paper is the best that they've had in his career there. Um, The fixtures coming up, I mean, Home Palace, Home Stoke, Home Burnley, three of the next four is as mouthwatering as they come. Yeah. He's the same. He's a little cheaper than Lukaku, and I'm seeing a lot of lateral swaps, Lukaku to Kun. So I want to get to Jesus in a moment, but first I think that's kind of the main talking point is that's what a lot of people are looking to do. Otherwise you're taking a hit or I guess Kane, but... In terms of Lukaku, what have you, he came in today with a double return somehow, but what have you seen out of Lukaku this season? What's your What's your take on Lukaku? Is he in it in there for the long haul for you, <laughs> or are you getting twitchy I, with him?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't want him in, but it's hard, you know, watching today, I was like getting super excited to dump him for, for Kun um, or jay and then he just fucking goal and assist in like 15 minutes after playing, doing nothing all game, barely breaking out of a like a half jog, I wouldn't even call it a jog. But I don't know, I guess he, he's he's just going to do that at United. Even Maybe with Pogba out, t- you know, games like today aren't going to be happening as much. I think maybe he was a little lucky today um, to walk away with so many points. But it's tough to say, I, you know, it's not, you know, this five games is not enough on a new team to really uh, make a solid judgment. But he's obviously going to score a lot this year, but more than Kuhn is in the next... Over the next four fixtures, probably not.
0: Yeah, I think that's really what we're playing with is... I mean, we kind of mentioned on the pod a couple ago where shifting on and off the heavy-hitting assets mm-hmm. at the right time is going to be really important this season as well as obviously hitting captaincy, as we're finding out. And that's never a different... different. That's always the same story every season. But looking at Aguero's form, looking at his upcoming fixtures, looking at the performances that City are putting in, I mean... Lukaku, as you said, was pretty poor all game. And then all of a sudden, he bangs in a goal and an assist for a 12 pointer. It didn't feel like he played a 12 point kind of a game. Yeah. Um, he was well on pace to blank. And I mean, I think they did miss Paul a lot in terms of just driving forward and just quickness of switching play and, and you know, ca- starting counterattacks. They were just a lot more monotonous. Yeah. And he's off pens, we found out, which is maybe a good thing for him. But in the end, I mean, Aguero also, a little pen controversy, gave it to Sterling to take at the end after he already had his hat-trick yeah, in the bag, worked, if
1: he was on two. That works in his favor, though. Um, did you hear what Pep and Raheem said after the game? Yeah, yeah. No, Basically, I, Pep I, it, told it him to give it to Kuhn, and he was just like, it's all right, bro, you got this. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, no, First sure. He won it. Granted, also,
1: Sterling had a great game, so... Whatever. Nah, I he can't. Just gave it I to him. I don't know if he did. I don't know if I can go there yet. Uh-huh. Well, we don't have to talk about that right now, but,
0: but to, to but I, me, but Jesus also. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But he anyway, basically,
1: said in order, they, their takers are Agüero. He said Sergio, and then uh, Gabriel are the are like the first two pen takers.
0: Right. Yeah. And Jesus was off at that point, so mm-hmm. it, it was really Coons. But I want to have fun, and I want to get players I like and Aguero's obviously someone that's more fun than having Lukaku who just is a immense donkey every minute that he plays and it's a frustrating one but
1: yeah and having I him pers- it, sorry ha- having him is just like on the good fixtures if you don't captain him it's a huge risk it's like not even worth having his points like if you're not if you don't want to captain him then like there's absolutely no point to have him Well, that's the
0: other thing is we haven't talked about Kane yet, but let's bring him into the story. I still maintain that Kane is a better FPL asset than Aguero. I think he's the best player in the game. The stats are still off the page. Hit the bar um, yesterday against Swansea. They had one nailed on pen that was not given by Mike Dean. They had a second half shout with Davidson Sanchez in the box. That was also not given, probably rightly so. But – He also had one very close range effort that Fabianski made an absolute worldly save on. I mean, on another day, he could have had a hat trick in this game. Granted, Spurs were a little bit more ponderous and weren't really flying and lighting them up like we expected them to going into the game. But to me, I still feel extraordinarily comfortable captain and Kane for the next three fixtures at West Ham, at Huddersfield, and home Bournemouth. So – I am a little bit in the mind of holding Lukaku and saving rather than making the side switch to Aguero just because the other thing I'm playing with, too, and this is not objective, but every transfer I've made since the beginning of the season has been an absolute nightmare. Everything I've done has been fucking dumb and terrible, and it's backfired hugely. So I feel like this is the kind of thing that I did this week. I got Davies in for Blend. Granted, Blend didn't play again, but that wasn't good. Davies didn't fucking play. Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of things like... But that's probably like long-term good. No, it's long-term fine. I mean, it's a, it was a good transfer, but it's just those are the kind of things that are fucking with my head because I could have saved and I could just have two frees and be in the exact same position, you know, and maybe do the same transfer. Maybe I would do something else. I don't know. But I'm just saying, you know... I haven't really been saving like I normally do, and I feel like that's not been helping me so much. So I feel like Aguero definitely looks great on paper, especially if he doesn't start in the midweek game in the cup. Um, they have home palace, but Lukaku's done nothing to be removed still, as bad as he looks. He has fucking five goals and an assist in five games, and that's well earning his price. I still feel good Captain and Kane so I feel like I'm going to see how City go again this weekend and if they're ruthless again against Palace who are going to be a parked bus and they're not and we're not going to be playing with our 6th and 7th choice center backs like Watford were this past weekend yeah. which is an important difference then maybe I'll react and, and wedge some City in but for now I'm I'm leaning towards holding Lukaku
1: so you're saying it's not, it's basically, it's not worth it to go Lukaku to, Lukaku to Aguero because you're comfortable captaining captain Kane.
0: I mean, that's a big consideration. If I did make the transfer, I probably would captain Aguero, but okay. I also just think I'm, I've lost sight of the value of a transfer. And this is kind of the same type of thing. Like we were talking about last pod about the 6 million and under mids, like, okay, Hesse for me has been fucking terrible and getting subbed at 65 minutes and Richie's coming in like two assists, like assists, should I make that transfer? It's the same kind of thing where I'm transferring out someone in Lukaku who has just as good of a chance to return for someone who's maybe like a little bit better, but it's on a knife edge to me, the difference Mm -hmm. between Aguero and Lukaku. Obviously, I prefer Aguero. We talked about this preseason where we were both bigging up Aguero and cheapest he's ever been in FPL, Lukaku with the price hike. But then you you come back to the ownership, security of start, like blah, 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 blah. Aguero still sat there right four points behind Aguero in the forward standings and he's as safe as they come. So I think there's more to it. And if also it feels like points chasing to me. He's come in with yeah. a fucking quad return, but Lukaku just double returned. So that's not doesn't feel great you know yeah but
1: for, i think for the same reason it's not going to be that common of a move so i think Coon's ownership is still really low right yeah i mean the it's 15%. been rising but it's
0: yeah it's yep. it's at 15 now i mean it's not obviously going to approach anything like the fucking 50 million like lukaku yeah. but i mean i think aguero was around 10 or under 10 before before the game week so obviously people are hopping on mm-hmm. um I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Do you f- I feel like it would be a very aggressive move to bring Aguero and Lukaku. I don't know how much it really has to backfire, too, just because they're both so good. Um, and I guess it really does play more into the captaincy kind of a thought. But with Lukaku, the other thing I've mentioned is that he still has Southampton. Even though they've been okay defensively, I still think that they're just poor and they're going to concede 70% possession. That game should be very similar to the game today against yeah. Everton. And then yeah, they have Palace. Yeah, it'll be a Palace in game. Week. So, you know, so, I mean, maybe I'm going to look after that because I am definitely going to want to get rid of Lukaku after that after that Palace game because with those three tough fixtures in the next four, I mean, those are going to be tough games for him to get returns because I really do expect Mourinho's teams to not score in those big games.
1: Yeah, I, I do feel like Southampton is the type of game coming up that we might see a little bit of a decline from United like, at least, you know, it'll be more like the one-nil Jose style. Because, I mean, if, if Ashley Williams doesn't, like, slam the ball into whoever that was and basically give them, mm-hmm. like, a, a two-on-one, then Lukaku's had, like, a pretty average week. I, yeah, but that's the seemed, thing is... Today seemed a little bit fluky from him. And but it, every
0: <laughs> every game is fluky yeah. from him. Like, he's been fucking terrible know, but all also, season.
1: But also, like, Pogba and Matic have been amazing. Right. And now they don't have that. He doesn't have that support yeah. for midfield, that like dynamism. So they're just slower and they're just, you know, Rashford was shit today. I don't know what he's going to do going forward, but they just seem, they seem like slower and a little bit less creative.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's totally fair. And I mean, I might be looking at my team again on fucking, Friday and take a minus 8. I mean, I any I could do anything cuz I'm fucking mm-hmm. having a nightmare. So, I don't know what I'm going what I'm up to, but my initial thought is just that I everything I've been touching has been turning to shit. So, making yeah. a transfer just doesn't feel like something I'm I don't feel in touch right now with where the points are coming from. So, I feel like inactivity is the best thing I could I could do really. I don't know.
1: Yeah, or just going yes. after a more um a more obvious Spot, you know, trying to fix something that's a little bit more clear cut in your team. Yeah,
0: something we'll, you know, something we'll you know already. We'll, yeah. yeah, we'll cover we'll cover our teams at the end. I want to I want to so I, I want to hear your take on Jesus also though, just because million less. I'm seeing a lot of people who are talking about wild carding or or whatever the fuck they're doing, putting both of them in. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, putting both in, that's going to be at the expense of. I guess. I mean, it would
0: be. Yeah, I mean, you'd probably be looking at something like No Kane with Lukaku or Kane and both of them, and like a really thin midfield.
1: Yeah, that would be super expensive. Um, Yeah, I don't know if Jayz looks good. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't think he's a better option. I'm not. I still don't know what to think about the one game he started up up top alone. So maybe he's like more nailed, but I don't think he's better. I don't think he's a you know. I don't think it's worth dropping down a million to go to him.
0: You think he's, you, you'd rather pay the million premium for Aguero? It feels like a better captaincy shout, just a better, better explosive player. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah. Unless okay. it unless All it's right. like clean, making some significant impact somewhere else in your team.
0: Yeah, I mean, one million will make an impact, but not like, not like three million.
1: Yeah. Well, the way well, the midfield own- is, yeah, it might.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair, but I think like with Jesus, if you own him, you just got to hold. Like you're not doing Jesus to acquire. No,
1: no, definitely not.
0: Yeah. All right, and then Kane. I mean, Kane with the blank. Are you getting jittery? What do you think? No, not at all. No, yeah, I'm. I'm in the same boat. I, I think that Kane's going to be a very long term hold for me. I, unless if he gets injured, he's he's going to be the most nailed thing on my team for sure. I'm not even going to play with that. But Lukaku is very is on very. He's very tenuous right now. I don't know what to – I fucking hate him so much. He was so bad
1: today. Agreed.
0: Um, and then other forwards, I, let's let's move over to Liverpool, I think, because <laughs> that was another game where you know people are saying, are they going to be able to break down a bus and blah, blah, blah. And the answer is still, I guess, no. They did miss Mane. Um, I mean, when Sturridge plays centrally, Firmino out wide, Firmino is just an absolutely terrible FPL pick when he's not playing – Centrally. And he came in again with a poor statistical yeah. and eye test showing.
1: Yeah, I think they were they were interchanging a decent amount. Um Firmino was definitely finding himself in the middle a little bit.
0: He had two shot of The problem is for me is that I mean we have a, a small sample size, but Firmino's returns when he's not been playing centrally are pretty poor. Um going back to last season. Sturge just negates like so much interchange and like Flu like fluid nature of the play because he just fucking is selfish and shoots every time he touches the ball. Like when they have Mane and shit, they're just like side passing, like tr- switching places and shit, like overlapping. They just mm-hmm. I feel like lose so much of that when Sturge plays, and he's so used to just getting the ball and a you know getting the ball and shooting.
1: Yeah, I did, I honestly didn't think they were that bad. I thought it was a weak lineup, and for what for what they were. I mean, aside from. Lovren they were, they were <laughs> I, th- I thought they were pretty fluent up top for you know for those for that group being together for the first time in the league um on another day they could have had three so I'm not, I'm not really that worried about them honestly Mane is definitely a big loss he, I think he is the most dangerous and most direct um but Salah is still very good and a really good pick
0: yeah, is a definite long-term hold, I think, just because of how many opportunities he gets and everything he's got in his locker. But, I mean, I get pe- why people would be fucking around with Firmino, especially when there are so many delicious forward options. Um, I'm still going to just calm down with him because, I mean, I brought him in and I'm, I've gotten four points from two games and it hasn't felt great. Yeah,
1: me too. He keeps, Same time.
0: He, yeah, I mean, he keeps getting subbed early and... I just think that they're still going to be scoring goals. I mean, like you said, maybe I'm just being harsh because I've had such a bad game week, and they only scored one goal. But they should not have scored only one goal. They had an absolute nailed-on penalty late on in the game on uh, was it, it was Salah, I think, right? He got chopped down, and they didn't call it. Do you, you recall this? They didn't. They, they have they two like penalty key- shouts. I don't remember the second. I just remember that one cuz it was so blatant and and I, they just let play keep keep going. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm remembering it
1: now. Yeah, he he beat a bunch of people and then just got completely taken he out. That was on the myth, right? Out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean right there could right, have been another that, fucking that huge miss. Yeah. That should that have, could have been, happen, been a five yeah. or a six point goal for Firmino and another assist from Salah and they went 2-1 and then we were
1: we're laughing. Yeah, and that's like a haul. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I mean, Vardy scored the pen, and and Lester have good fixers, so I'm seeing a lot of talk about Firmino going to Vardy. is mm. still there in in, the, in a kind of similar price bracket. So is Jesus. I mean, there's a, just a lot of options. Are you getting a little twitchy with Firmino, or what's your take there? You know, hold.
1: Yeah, I'm going to hold them. I I have too much other shit to deal with. I think um, I do like Vardy. Looks really good. Um,
0: Let's talk about Vardy. What I don't.
1: I don't know if uh, he. You know, he just seems like he's back to his Lucasade, his wine and Lucasade bottle <laughs> diet. He's just going insane. And like, did you see him after he, that? First of all, the pen was just the hardest thing I've ever seen.
0: It's every. Pen and then he like he ripped. The hardest the,
1: thing. He ripped the ball out of the keeper's hands and then yeah. booted it in his face. <laughs> He's just, being, yeah. he's just being a little twat, but that means he's yeah. going to score a goal game for the next ten or something. So,
0: yeah, I mean, when he's in twat mode like that, he is very dangerous. I, I kind of love Vardy at eight five. He's he's starting to warm yeah warm to me because he he really is looking like he did two seasons ago. He looks like he's right back there, and he did there. He also missed that fucking tap in from Mars. That was shocking. Mm. Yeah. So he should have had two probably, but. It's another thing where all these premium forwards are are hitting, but I'm also looking at, I mean, maybe doing something like Lukaku to Vardy and pumping it into defense isn't a terrible shout because yeah. I think maybe shifting now, we're looking at midfield is just a complete fuckfest. But yeah. there were nine, another nine clean sheets this week, and I feel like we're at actual record high levels of clean sheets this early on in the season, but there are so many fucking ridiculous ridiculously good defenders in the game right now Mm -hmm. and pouring money into defense seems like for the good of the squad, rather than trying to luck out on Richie or Atsu returns. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's where we should be going and maybe that's just the next, they just haven't adjusted the prices accordingly for all the wingbacks and shit. But like, you know, we have Man City with Mendy who looks great. And I, I mean, Walker, I generally hate, but he's getting these assists on side passes just because he's there. I mean, Spurs have, we'll see if Aria or whatever, but like they have them. They have Kalasinak over there. Bellerin, who's 5'9, he's playing fucking, he's nailed now that Ox is gone. Davies, Chelsea have a good fixture on coming up with Alonso and, you know, Moses, I think maybe could be coming into some teams. Valencia's fucking 15 pointer today. There are just so many defenders that are raking it in. What what Mm -hmm. do you think about that kind of a movement of funds?
1: Um, yeah, it's. T- I don't know if I would take the money out of the forward line. Um, I think if you have if your team structure is such that you have to have a cheap forward, um, then Vardy may be a better pick than Firmino right now. But I don't know if I would go off Lukaku and like take that money and put it in defense. That seems kind of bold and a little risky. Okay, like if you're going to lose one of your heavy hitters up top and not replace him
0: with another heavy hitter. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like looking at the squad versus just those individuals,
1: right? But you could you couldn't find that money elsewhere. I mean, a lot of the, the good defenders are not that expensive.
0: No, just so you still got the Naughtons and the four fives and fives knocking around. I'm just That's kind neat. of talking about it more generally as a as a you know kind of a way to think about how you're going to spend your money. Is if something like that migrating into you know a few heavy hitters in defense might be. Might be an
1: interesting way to go. Are you thinking heavy hitters, as in like the super expensive, the the premium? Yeah, I'm defenders? talking
0: like you have fucking Davies, Mendy, Kolasinac, like mm. Jones, and another like six or something, like fucking Gaza, or like fucking <sighs> Moses or something, or you know.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's even necessary. I mean, there's guys like Otamendi and Keane and who are just as good in my opinion
0: five fives yeah, that's yeah. fair I mean you could yeah, you could definitely not forsake that much and still pour it back into defense and get some better guys. I just think that so far, especially since I'm seeing so many defensive attacking returns and how I've gotten none of them and I'm having a fucking shocker that mm. that's like the diff the main difference is that I haven't been hitting any of those double digit defensive halls like people who had hagazi at the beginning or Valencia or, or or Davies or those kind of guys, you know. Yeah. Those are that's really the difference between why I'm absolutely terrible right now and why other people are not absolutely terrible.
1: Yeah, you probably have a point because I also structured my team really weak at the back, Um, and I'm in a millionth place.
0: <laughs> Look it up. Welcome to the pod. Listen. So, Listen but to I, yeah,
1: we'll talk about it later. But I think I'll probably have to invest in defense. um, this week,
0: well, let's get into ours. since you're a well-known Lucas Perez supporter, um, <laughs> <laughs> Alexis on the bench. He he looked bright midweek. He's clearly coming into fitness. Well, back tore his dick off today, so he yeah. might be out. Internal so that's, that's groin tear. internal penis tear. He was so, never. I mean, that's honestly for that. I'm sure you're thrilled with that. That you're not going to have to watch him.
1: I'm not. No, I'm not thrilled, but...
0: Oh, come on, Nathan!
1: <laughs> no, but it, it FPL-wise, FPL it doesn't really matter. Because I don't think he was... It probably saves maybe a lot of people <laughs> a, a waste of a transfer if they were thinking about bringing him in. Um, but I never really considered him an option. And I think he was going to be out of the team next week anyway.
0: He should never be in that team when they're fit, when they're healthy.
1: He's been playing well, but yeah, I agree. So let's look at I would, I would at love Arsenal. if he was just Euro League, you know, just never That's played. What he in the should league.
0: be. He should just be squad depth and impacts. Sub.
1: Third sub, yeah,
0: yeah. So <laughs> Arsenal have West Brom home, Brighton home, Watford away, Everton away, Swansea home in the next five. Defense looks like very a very ripe place to invest. What do you What do you yeah. think? Do you think you are going to get a few cleanies out of those games? Do you, yeah, are you yeah. looking better?
1: Yeah, I, th- I do think so. I think either way. I mean. Today was was okay. Um, it was a, it was a good team performance or whatever. I do think we're gonna switch back to a four back, and I'm not quite sure who's gonna make that up. Um, that because, you're making that up. You're saying because no, who is gonna no like what players are gonna make that up? Because midweek we did it, um, and Montreal was at the left center back spot, which I have a feeling you know Wenger won't do that. In the Premier League. Maybe I'm wrong, but that seems a little bit crazy. Um, but I think either way, we look pretty settled at the back, and uh, Kolasinac looks the best of the bunch, and Monreal's probably second best.
0: Monreal, absolute bat machine.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He's only 5'4". And and Belen well, obviously attacks sh- a lot, but...
0: He has no I, end product.
1: He, yeah, he, I don't think he's worth the extra... If you're going to do that, I'd rather just do Cola. If you're going to get well, a
0: 6.0. What if you want
1: to get two? So I would get Kalasanach and Monreal.
0: But if you're shouting maybe your return to the back four, then surely Monreal I think, of on,
1: the team. honestly, I think, no, I don't know. I honestly think they'd both play.
0: What the fuck are you saying? Where would, <laughs> where?
1: Uh, either, I mean, they could flip those spots, you know, left back and left center back. Uh, I, I I could see think? I could see him dropping Mustafi before Kalasnatch or Monreal, but I don't know. I just know, feel that's like in
0: the back four, it's a little bit Monreal of a doubt. a little bit of a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit of a, the feels back towards Bellerin just because I feel like this is the kind of thing where I'm, I mean I'm sat at one point three m and I don't know if it's time to just start taking some risks, mm-hmm. but getting a couple wing backs in there for that run looks like it could be a big differential and a big source of points if, if you hit there. Um, with Ox gone again, I mean, we're yeah. talking about Monreal. You know, Monreal, is he going to play there or not there? Granted, if they switch and put Kolasinac at, at center back, then that really limits his potential attacking output. But he has fucking, what, three, four attacking returns in five games, including their his goal against fucking Cologne Savages.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um... No, I think maybe you're I right. Know. I, I, you know, I don't. I think they're both better than Bellerin, but I but I see what you're saying. Where he's just he just nailed there every week for ninety.
0: He should have had an assist today. There was support finishing by someone. He had a great pullback. I couldn't believe that. Oh yeah, he executed a, a <laughs> cross one accurate pass. pullback. Yeah, I mean he never makes accurate passes. But like those are the kind of things where I'm I'm starting to look outside the box just because I'm fucking swimming upstream right now with my team and I'm trying to find somewhere I could find some differential points and somewhere I'm not going to expose myself to too much risk, but put myself in a position where some of my differentials can come in because realistically right now, my differentials are like Hesse fucking Brady and then like my rotating third defender. (laughs) Like that does not look like a place where I'm going to be climbing in the ranks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a tough one there, but it just kind of a just a thought there on uh, on heavy investment in Arsenal's defense for the next few fixtures, especially also another thing is the Europa League, you know he put in a weekend team out there, and it looks like he's not gonna be prioritizing it too much
1: yeah i think I think it's just gonna be like that the whole time, like pretty yeah. especially I don't know our group El-Kadru, is such bullshit it's like we're
0: gonna need games we have Wilshire, ba- ba- Bate time.
1: next time and then Red Star Belgrade next uh the third like who's he going to play i don't think he needs to be starting montreal he seems to think montreal can play every single game but
0: he can he's like count chocolate plays when he wants he,
1: yeah i guess at center back he just he's he just doesn't have to run so he doesn't care um but yeah i wouldn't worry about rotation really
0: okay so let's look at ars's attack Again, you know, with the fixtures, it's just a—it's a good place to find some differential points, just because, really, other than Kolasinac, there's no one owns any Arsenal players. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think Lacazette at ten four is anything, or do you think it's just too risky compared to the other premium strike options?
1: Yeah. Still at that price, I don't think it's worth bringing him in. I think we still have to see him with Alexis, and hopefully Ozil. We'll see what happens with his knee, but we still haven't seen those three together, so we don't I, we don't really know what Lacazette's value is going to be. He obviously looks good, like he's going to score when given the opportunity, but right. a game like today, he just had no impact, really.
0: No, he was completely lost, and yeah. you could kind of see that coming, especially when you look at the team that Arsenal played, but you're not going to have a game like today again for another two months, so
1: maybe he he's going to be yeah. a good punt. He also... If we switch to a three-man midfield, I think Lacazette would be a better shout. He's He looked so much better, um, like, playing off, you know, I don't know when Wilshire's ever going to make it back into the Premier League side, but having, like, a real central midfielder <laughs> to play off of, um, or having In, two, rather. of the
0: zero that you keep playing?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: basically. Okay.
1: Because... With Jaka and Ramsey it's just like Ramsey's second striker and Jaka's, you know, the lone deep mid. So who's he I'm trying not to get a red card. Yeah, so who's he? He has no one to really like like he wants to play like get the ball deep and play one twos and create moves. Like he's not a dribbler really. So he needs he needs friends.
0: Yeah, he has no friends in this current setup. So do you what do you think about Alexis then coming back eleven nine, very pricey? Um I mean, surely he's going to be nailed to start next game.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's going to be good. I don't, I don't really have any doubt about that. He's probably still not in his best form in a, a form of his life, but we saw that goal midweek. You know, he's still capable of that. He's not really, you know, he's not going to sulk about the, you know, not getting his move. You know, he was sad for one day, and then he went and played with his dogs and scored a fucking thunder bastard, and he's back in it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just so hard to fit him in because he's so expensive this season. And when we have these striker options just on absolute all cylinders, it's really, really difficult to fit him in. So I think, I mean, even if we saw him score some goals in the next few game weeks, it's still just, you know, when you have players like Eriksen and Mkhitaryan and Salah Mm -hmm. at like two and three million less, it's, it's a tough one. Unless if you really feel good about captaining Alexis, which when he's playing on the wing is always a risk.
1: Yeah, possibly, but I don't think it'll be the same as it was last year. Um, I think in this system with Lacazette, it'll be more of a forward role, if that makes sense. Cause they'll be able to interchange more and play off each other rather than having this central focal point that doesn't move.
0: Right. That's just uh, what you had last year. That's fair.
1: Um, and and if he gets time, you know he probably will get some time as the main center forward um which he did today a little bit but in that role we know what he can do too uh, you're right though he's not he's not really an option yet you want to see we, the same way with Lacazette you want to see what they can do first
0: all right anything else you want to hit on from this week i mean i, f- I feel like we kind of hit all the big talking points just kind of a lot of fuck fest except for city which we which we covered well well and good any, any rogue left field shouts that you want to mention? Um, what about fucking dude West Ham playing with this new formation has me excited? Cresswell's been in there. He got max bones today. Yeah. They've kept two cleans on the bounce and their fixtures are kind of good. He's playing left wing back now on all set pieces. I don't know. The thing?
1: Yeah, I don't it's know. It's West Ham. It's
0: still West <laughs> it's, Ham. I
1: still don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to make of them. That, that game Ham. was just just a snooze fest, I think. <laughs> it
0: was so bad.
1: I I honestly don't long remember long. what happened except that Gibbs almost scored, and that got me excited.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Obiang hit the bar on like oh, a yeah. screamer from like midfield or something. I don't know. Cresswell's just someone someone that jumped out to me because I always like him. I had him in my preseason team for a little bit, but yeah, West Ham are are a very rogue, rogue show.
1: Yeah, like how much longer is Billich gonna last too?
0: Well, maybe for a while because he just got three points on the bounce and or four points on the last two results and fixtures are turning nicely for them. Maybe they'll fucking do well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, on paper, their squad is fantastic. Yeah, it's with Antonio back especially. The I mean, he at least he's not playing Mark Noble anymore. It's no surprise that the second he drops Mark Noble, they start getting points. Yeah. That's an absolute direct correlation of facts this year. No, you can't dispute that. That's fact. All
1: right. Um, um, is there any question about we, their backline? Do you care? Like Higazi? Is he gonna? Is he gonna get oh, dropped? You're talking West you Brom? Yeah, yeah, West Brom.
0: Well, mccauley has been playing with the under twenty-three, so he's you know he's really very much close to approaching full fitness. Um, with Gibbs in there, Niam, Dawson. They have a lot of guys. Evans back. They've got a lot of guys back yeah. there to fit in. So I think Kagazi is extremely, extremely risky right now. Yeah, uh, I think you'd be sweating the team sheet every every game right now.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about cashing in on him.
0: I think cashing in is wise. I mean, the other thing is when you're really looking at the West Brom fixtures, their run's kind of over. You know, they've got a couple of decent ones and some decent aways, but realistically they don't have a good run. They have bad, they just have bad fixtures. So I mean, getting rid of Higazi makes, yeah, getting rid of Higazi makes a ton of sense and just banking the points, especially if he's not going to be starting. But, you know, we saw Pulaski, he he welcomes West Ham and they had like 30% possession and they kept a clean sheet. So he's doing those things and he's going to do that until they get 40 points. So, at Arsenal's not great, but home Watford probably you could be the see same a clean. Thing. Yeah, same thing. Home Watford you could see a clean. Leicester Southampton away. You know they they're always a good chow for a clean, but it's a tough one when you're starting a player with a on paper not great fixture. When we have you know five players to choose from there, so I don't know. All right, all I'll right. Fuck but, him. So let's let's move. Yeah, no, definitely fuck Gazi. He'll probably price rise tonight though let's uh let's move into captains and all that shit and our teams but before that let's get a shout for the patreon so patreon.com slash fmlfpl we've got prize league you could win a mug um we've got the slack channel what is the slack channel nate for i mean you're an outsider looking in sort of you don't you're not potting every week but some people are still asking us like what is it what would you how would you describe it in under one minute
1: what is slack it's like, yeah, like
0: our fucking slack oh. channel, dude. this is marketing baby, come on <laughs> roll, roll, Sorry, roll, as soon roll as with you me.
1: as soon as you switch to this section, I just like kind of tuned out. um <laughs> I need you. what is yeah, it's just like a big ass group chat. It's like a chat uh, room, but better nightmare. Just shut the <laughs> fuck up. Just how many shut people up. are in it now?
0: Um like hundred and fifty or something.
1: So it's like 150 right. join, insane people. You
0: could you could mute or block Nate right when you join, so that <laughs> you'll be able to box that off. It won't be a problem. But check it out. It's uh, patreoncom FMLFPL helps us keep operating costs up, keeps the pod going. Really appreciate the support, and thank you for those of you who have supported. All right, let's get into caps, Nate. What are you seeing for Captain this week?
1: Captain's, <laughs> I mean, it's got to be is- Kane. It me. doesn't
0: have to be Kansas City or Home Palace, so we got to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, we kind of touched on it earlier, um, but if if you own Aguero and if, Kane, what are you doing?
1: If you already have Aguero, yeah, probably Aguero. Are you? Aguero. You, if I bring him in, I'd probably be bringing him in to captain him, I guess. But yeah, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't captain Rom. I don't think. I think oh, this is going to be a bad fixture for them.
0: Fuck Rom, dude. He's such a nightmare. Yeah, I think Aguero versus Kane is going to be—it's an impossible question. They're both so good, but that's it, really, right?
1: Yeah. Well, what? What's your take on Palace right now, as far as their defense? I mean, is anyone coming back? What do you mean? Is
0: anyone coming back? I mean, are, is anything <laughs> going to change? <laughs> well, is Joel Ward playing how, next week? Well, that, so that, I mean, that's the number one talking point is Joel Ward I don't know how long I know he's a very influential head and voice in the locker room and he's been there for a long time similar to Delaney I don't know how long it's going to take Woi to watch how bad he is on the pitch to realize that he's not a Premier League footballer I don't know if he's going to be he is someone to target he's someone that you could easily isolate and just fucking pull his pants down he's diabolically bad Sacco is still working up to match fitness, but I mean the center-back pairing was hardly our issue against Southampton. Uh, Fosu was a little bit upset. If Fosu Mensa moves to the right back and we got Sacco and a partner, Dan, mm-hmm. then we're in a lot better shape. I mean, Any time that we don't have Joel Ward on the pitch is a time that we have less chance to concede six goals.
1: But, how was is, how is Schlepp? I didn't really was, see any of this game.
0: He was bad. I mean, he was very bad, I saw a couple but, of bad
1: giveaways and that's about it.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, Van Anholt does that and worse. He's just faster. Yeah. And yeah. Schlupp hadn't had a look in for a while. Um, I think he was a little nervy. He was trying really hard, but that's much of a muchness to me. I think what, what you're going to get with Schlupp or Van Anholt is much of the same. I, I kind of would like to see Schlupp get a little bit of a longer run in the team just because he is a little bit more defensively sound. But realistically, I mean, he didn't play Milivojevic, which was another error. He subbed him on late, but he needs to be sitting there. The lineup was terrible. I mean, we had fucking Punchin needs to be dropped so badly. He's just so off the mark. He's he's a similar yeah, he, to Ward. He's he had an just an unbelievable he's, miss. He's unbelievably bad. He's a championship player. He's a you know he's a cup player at this point in his career. Unfortunately, mm. he just doesn't do anything really well anymore. He's just kind of slow and bad and. He doesn't offer us anything. He has one goal in two seasons and he's playing in an attacking midfield role. I mean, we don't have goals in the team, so it's a bad job. So Puncha needs to be dropped. MacArthur had a little bit of a mixed game, but the formation was rough. I, I mean, it was the first game. I, I, I think he's going to learn learn from yeah. it quick. He's 80 years old. He's seen a lot of football, but it should be clear if he knows what he's doing within the next couple that we'll see some of these very bad players not playing anymore, but what I'd like to see is really something of a 4-5-1 where we're just really shutting up shop and playing long balls to Benteke with maybe, I hope Sacco is healthy and fit because he's the only kind of guy I could imagine with some pace being able to run in behind or play off Benteke hold up, But something like a 4-5-1 with him in there is what I would do. Um, you know, yeah, you, I wanted you to play, ask you about him. You play Kabai, MacArthur, Milivojevic, like just all defensive guys wow. and jam it because... We need we need to try and pers- preserve the the nil nil as long as possible. So, I think we could do a job. I, I think that everyone's screaming home banker. It's similar to what was happening with Spurs against Swansea. We looked good defensively. I mean, if we didn't have that one howler at the beginning of the, the game, I mean, we we were good. They we didn't give them anything. And Southampton are not mm-hmm. a good attacking team, but we played a good defensive game in general. So, I don't know. I didn't answer any question. I'm just fucking ranting. I am so <laughs> yeah, fucking pissed off at did, zero goals did, and
1: zero points. How did Saka what look in fuck? his uh, twelve minutes?
0: I mean, he has cool hair. He's yeah. got some new. I like all I
1: pretty much saw was his hair, and it got excited. Yeah,
0: that's you should be nailed in if you're going with that kind of hair. He didn't do shit. I mean, he hasn't played all fucking season. So like, what if we? Do? played. He played ten minutes. Like he was pretty bad. But everyone on our fucking team is terrible except for, like, Loftus Cheek. And yeah. the crowd boos him when he gets subbed off because he was knocked and he didn't play for three weeks. So, like, that's great. Like, welcome to Palace.
1: I, I thought they were booing Roy.
0: No, they were booing. Did he ask for a everything. sub? No, I don't know, dude. They just boo. They fucking subbed RLC <laughs> off and they're booing. It's like mutual boo. To he both looks great, though. He's, he's the best player on the team by far. There's no one is even close to holding his dick. He's the best player on the team by far, but... From an um, FPL standpoint, we're so bad. I mean, we're we're bad.
1: Do you think after a game like the last City game that any team in the league would give up that many goals again? Like after seeing them, seeing the six nil, you're not going to fucking let up six goals again, you know?
0: Look, I mean, Watford. We did. We talked about it. I don't know if we mentioned it really, but we we saw it late on, but. Their center backs were fucking Adrian Mariaba, yeah, it was who fucking is Mariotta. their third cho- He's their third choice left back. He's not even yeah, a center back. Not. Yeah, he's not. I mean, they were playing. Their defense was an absolute joke. So I, we're not at that level. Even if Joel Ward starts, we're not at that level. So giving up something like four or five, I don't believe will happen. But three is well within our grasp.
1: Okay. Yeah, I always worry we were about. Bad.
0: We weren't fucking dead last, dude. We have no goals. We're twentieth in the table. Like that's who you want to be playing from FPL.
1: Yeah. I always feel like in sports like Super Lopsided results always flip. Or they equal themselves out the next week. Mm-hmm. Like if a team gets destroyed, they're gonna fix the one problem that got them destroyed, you know?
0: Yeah, well for Watford it's getting healthy, but for us we didn't get destroyed, we just like No, I on know like but
1: normal. But you have this, you know, long game tape to watch of City destroying someone, so you can see exactly what they did. Yeah. So I, I would like to think a guy, a guy like Roy, is gonna be able to pull something off.
0: But yeah, and that's why I think the the five four one like really nine behind the ball at all times yeah. is what we're gonna have to do, and just try and block everything, and just play last ditch and long balls and time wastes and have one of those kind of games.
1: Yeah. And if the yeah, I guess it's on the players though. If they can't pull it off, then it doesn't matter. But.
0: The players are poor. The players have zero goals through, you know, through five games and we have zero points. So that's what we're dealing with with our squad.
1: So would you captain Jesus?
0: Over Kane? Yeah. No. Okay. I still still don't think I would captain Aguero over Kane. Really? Yeah. I just, I think that Kane is, Kane's taking like seven shots a game. He's just... I feel like he has a better chance of a hat trick on any given day than Aguero. And at West Ham is great. Your team, dude, what are you yes. what are you looking at?
1: Um should I run run through it? Yeah, I mean what are you you have two freeze. Yeah, I'm, i I saved I have a bunch I have three point nine in the bank. So I need to make a big move. Maybe even uh, triple. a triple. Um I have so my keepers are Begovic and Elliot. I kind of don't need Begovic. It's not really worth dealing with right now, though. Uh, my defense is bad. It's Ake Maria, <laughs> but Stevens, Naughton, Higazi. So I'm I'm looking exceptionally to spend... bad. Yeah. I'm Well, it's been like okay actually, but I do. I'm like hang on by a thread. Um. I think I need to move on Ake as much as I like him because I'm not going to move Begovic. I have to actually. What am I saying? More importantly, is Stevens. I have to get out.
0: Yeah, I think Stevens definitely number one, but Ake versus and I Higashi. think he's dropping he also. He should drop. I mean, he doesn't fucking play anymore.
1: Yeah, Hagazi I'll probably not deal with yet, unless I'm just going to use all my transfers on my on my back line. Um, okay, well
0: let's keep going. Where
1: what oh, do you yeah. got in mid? Are mid are you- I have David RLC Salah Hesse and Tom Carroll. So it's a little bit lopsided there too, but I'm not really looking to move on anyone there yet, except maybe Hesse. <laughs> but I like RLC and Tom Carroll. If I'm um, if I'm playing four mids, I'm fine. Just not playing him ever, mm-hmm. and having him just like sub in two points, maybe three. Uh, if anyone gets dropped, and then up top I have Bobby Lukaku Kane. So I think my moves this week would probably have to. Have to be done in uh, striker or defense.
0: Well, if you're going to do something with the strike force, what are you talking? What are you looking at? What are we talking here?
1: It would be a city move.
0: Okay. So would you be looking to move Firmino on and putting some of your money in the bank into that roster spot? Or would you be looking to do Lukaku and then putting the money in defense?
1: Uh, It would feel shitty because I just did Kun to Firmino, but I don't know. That seems like a little bit frantic, like just chasing points like that i think it'd be lukaku just based on like eye test it seemed it just seems like at least for the next you know the midterm the city whether it's Kuhn or jesus i think they both have potential to do better than rom um in the next three four weeks Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: but i don't know i'm a little bit lost honestly i i want to bring in kolasinac but also Otamendi is interesting
0: so I mean, what if you did a triple swap and you did Lukaku, Stevens, and either Ake or Hagi, and you brought in City striker, Otamendi, and fucking Kalasenec? Uh,
1: that sounds pretty sick.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's realistically taking the minus four to do something like that could be pretty genius yeah. for you.
1: Yeah, and I'd honestly, I'd still be sitting there with a lot of uh, money in the bank.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I could do coon there easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I, kind of, I wanted Alexis to start today because I wanted to see what he could do, to see if I, sh- well, if I could hold gonna, on to that money. But if
0: you were gonna jump the gun on Alexis, what would what would you kind of what would you do though? Because you have no one. You don't want to get rid of Sala or Silva.
1: No, I don't. And if yeah, you jumped Essay
0: up there, you would still need to find money, which isn't. Yeah,
1: soon. yeah. It would be. I'd need to. It would need to be a double move, and I need to. Like downgrade, Rom or something. Yeah, something dumb. That's ter- eh. That's just terrible. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it yet. I no. mean, with that move, I still have 2.5 in the bank, so I can still do do some things the next few weeks.
0: I mean, the other thing you could do also is, I mean, it's a little bit of a strange one, but you could also because you have two, four or five mids, so you don't really want to be in three, four, three, and your front line is still good. You could do. A triple move with Ake, Hagazi, and Stevens all out for just like three great defenders, yeah. and really go into the four-three-three.
1: Yeah, I, I'm so not. You, a you huge... have a lot
0: of money in the bank. I mean, you could bring in Otamendi, Klasenak, maybe a, a Chelsea defender, Davies. Like you could get three of those guys easily.
1: Yeah, it is. It's pretty stupid. I don't have any Spurs or Chelsea defense.
0: Yeah, I have. I kind of like that a little more, just because. Kind of sorts your it first of all spends your fucking money in the bank, which isn 't earning you any interest, and it redistributes your money more effectively in defense and it really you really should be in a four three three if you have Loftus cheek and Carol, yeah, and your defense right now is way too light to justify that, so yeah, maybe that 's kind of where you you could look to go mm,
1: not a bad idea
0: I mean you could also get like fucking mendy and Mendy and autumn Mendy. <laughs>
1: Um, could you afford I Mendy, Autumn Mendy, and, kind and like, of
0: Davies? Insane. He's great. The mm,
1: City, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean I could, I could.
0: City are keeping cleans for fun, and just as much as they have a shout to score four goals in those games, they also have clean shouts in those games as well. It's kind of a similar thing we were talking before about doubling on Arsenal defense. I mean, maybe you want to double on Arsenal defense instead, but no, you know, maybe yeah, those... I wouldn't. I don't What's
1: know. It? Do I want to double on City defense? Are they really that good?
0: No, probably not, but they have good fixtures, and they're going to have 70% possession in those games, so those are good chances of cleans.
1: Are you? How do you feel about Davies? Are you confident that he's just going to be back to starting every week?
0: Yeah, I mean, I still feel like he's the best defender in the game based on his price and his role. I mean, Sun played in his role against Swansea, and we saw how fucking much he was in the box. Um Pochettino came out after the game and said that Davies picked up a knock against Dortmund, which he conveniently Mm -hmm. didn't tell us during the pregame press conference. Thank you very much for that. But I, yeah, I think Davies, you know, they're as good of a defense and defense as any in the league. And if Davies was, if they reprice them now, Davies would be six, five.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I think Davies is a very simple player to have and, a good hold while Rose is still without a timetable.
1: Yeah. I'm still not, I'm still used to like, I have an impression of him that's based on the last two years more, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, that the hasn't kind of thing I was
0: so impressed with Davies watching him this season. And especially in that Dortmund game is just that I agree with you. And I was always kind of thinking, ah, uh, like he's kind of shit. Every time yeah. I see him, he's just kind of running like into the wrong channels or putting bad balls in. But I really think this year he's kind of taking a step forward, and he was still young, and you know, he's now had a good amount of games under his belt, and I mean, if he was just playing left back, he would be a little less attractive, but in that role, when they're playing 3-4-3, he plays almost as a striker, really, like, that's really where he goes. He's in the box so much, and he's, I mean, he almost scored, He's, he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Davies is a good he's an easy pick. I mean, there's a reason why he like double rose last week.
1: Did uh Aurier came on right in that game, Did, and then uh he put Trippier out on the left side. Yeah, um, I mean Are you worried about that?
0: Just, no, because Trippier is not in any capacity a left sided player. Neither no, but Aurier. he looked pretty good out there. Yeah, I mean he looks good against the fucking ridiculous bus who's playing off him and he has time to like shift the ball into his right and put crosses in on his on the off foot, but I don't think he's a threat to Davies if anything he would just be his like rotator or something. I think the first choice is RA and, and Davies for Spurs and RA looked fucking awesome against Dortmund and RA is a absolute cut above Trippier. Trippier or whatever his fucking name is. So I, I'm not worried about that. I don't think that Davis is suddenly going to stop playing. I think it was just he was knocked and he wasn't fit. And you know, that's kind of how the game went, you know?
1: No, if I bring him in, he's just guaranteed to, to not start.
0: Yeah, well, I brought him in and he immediately didn't start. So, you know, it's if you want to keep it going for two game weeks running, let's go. Yeah, I'll like miss. I'll misplace the players on my bench again and get like a negative three pointer instead for clinches.
1: Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna fire this live. It's no, sure no There's like no to, firing. No firing yeah. today. We have midweek I'll figure this thing out.
0: You're in a good can, place. You, all right, you fuck my to.
1: team. We can move on.
0: Okay, your team is fucking shit. It's but it's better yeah. than my team. I I think I'm gonna save. I mean, realistically, I don't have anything screaming out to me as a problem. I and Brady are little small problems, but I don't really know what they're doing. I still feel good with Davies and Jones and then rotating Naughton, Ward, you know, for my other I just, none of my players score. I mean, I don't know what to do, dude. Like Erickson and Kane, Brady at six was nice, but I just didn't really get any cleans and my team's kind of fucked up. So I didn't get points this week and I'm sad, but I'm just going to save and... One thing I was actually thinking about is I might, I might, I might hit the bench boost this week.
1: Whoa! Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, honestly, your team's good.
0: Yeah, I think my team's good. I'm just not scoring. I think my team's been good all year. I'm just not. It's not good. But I was looking at the bench boost just because I have a squad right now. Um,
1: yeah, everyone. Everyone's,
0: everyone's fit. Everyone's playing. I feel like I'll you know I'll get fucking eight points just off appearances, which is a good baseline. That's more than I've ever gotten on my bench boost. So I'm, I'm seriously con- I'm not joking. I'm seriously contemplating the bench boost this week. I've got a couple not so great fixtures with like Foster, like Francis against Everton, but you never know what's going to happen in those games. And I feel like it could just be like I need a little bit of ten, like give me ten points, like I need ten extra points. I'm having a fucking nightmare. So. I've talked about the bench boost in the, in the past about how it's fucked me later on in the season where I'm really playing my wild card more based on when to bench boost and then I end up getting four points off it because no one plays two games in a double game week and I have a thin bench anyway and they're shitty players Ooh. like Mason Holgate on my bench. So I have good players, good players on my bench right now. I want a wild card into worse players on my bench in the second half. So I might I might just pop it this week and maybe try and have a little bit of fun because I have not been having fun, Nate.
1: That's a problem.
0: Yeah, not having fun playing a, an actual fantasy game it's where it's a, just fantasy It's light. a game.
1: It's a game, Adam.
0: Uh, I wish I, I wish it was a game. There were over 5 to. million players in them <laughs> approaching the 5 million rank closer than I am to the 1 rank.
1: Yeah, 5 million is pretty insane.
0: Just, just hold me, Nathan.
1: You're too far away for that.
0: <laughs> too, too far away to jump into the screen. All right, I'm going to have to shout out our new patrons for the week. Uh, we've got nine, eight new patrons. Uh, Marcus Lilborg, Gavin Doyle, Cord Jarvie, Kunal Megdal, Guy Meager, Alan Fitzpatrick, Ladpatrick, Mahesh Jagadishan, and Alexander Krupiak. Thank you all very much for contributing to Keeping the Pod Running alright thanks for joining Nate check us out fmlfpl.com check us out on the Patreon patreon.com backslash fmlfpl look at us on iTunes I don't know whatever Alon usually says check us out right on iTunes